and welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the great Disney universe. This week, the rumor mill is churning again, as most of you have probably seen, the D23 Expo is coming up, and a few of the more popular blogging sites have put out uh, rumors about the Epcot expansion that was mentioned a few months back. So we're just going to go through go through the list pretty much that's that's been floating around out there that I'm sure most people have seen. Uh, if you have not seen it, there's it's out there. You can Google it. I'm not going to give the names of the websites. Uh, I'm not plugging nobody for free. <laughs> so we're just going to go go through some of the stuff and, and just uh, give our opinions on it, what we think about it, if it's something we think is actually going to happen or if it's just... Uh, you know, rumor mill stuff, you know, sometimes I'm not sure if Disney lets information go just to see how it's received in social media and by the public to see if there's a buzz about it or if it's stuff that just people could care less about and gets ignored. You know, I don't know if they kind of use it as a pre-survey to see what they want to put in the parks next, but I think honestly they could care less what we think and they're going to put in what what they think and their research department feels is going to get people in the park and spending money, so... We'll go from there, you know. So Epcot's 35th anniversary is coming up this year on October 1st. So that's where a lot of this is stemming from because, as I said earlier, they they made an announcement a few months back at one of the uh, Destination D. Actually, it was more. It was more than that. I think it was November of last year at the Destination D they had in Orlando that there was uh, big things coming to Epcot, but there was no dates and there was no information other than that, and that was it. Most of us assumed that when the D23 Expo comes up in Anaheim, which is in a couple of, at the end of July, that more information would be revealed, probably more solid stuff. Kind of like what they did with the Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land two years ago at the last uh, D23 event, the the major one in California. So we're just going to start here, you know, so so starting at the entrance to the park, you know, there was mentions of a new entryway coming with removal of the the giant obelisks or tombstones as some people call them with the leave a legacy faces all over them which was a good idea i guess i mean i my wife and i have our faces up there from our honeymoon but i i think it it fizzled out pretty quick it wasn't as popular as the bricks and the walkway that are that never made it all the way around the magic kingdom either or around the uh lake that was supposed to in front of all the resorts and make a complete loop around the lake. You know, that, that never made it all the way around either. And, and that was a, a much better idea, I think, than these these leave a legacy things because while it was... The idea was cool, but the execution was poor. Those things are ugly, to say the least. And depending on how the picture was taken, some of the the way they did your engraving, you it didn't even either look like you or it made you look like you were like 100 years old because it looked like you had wrinkles all over the place. I don't know. Did any of you guys get any of those done? No. No. I didn't do it, but had friends that did it. And they None of them were happy with their picture that was on their plaque. So. Yeah. I mean, ours isn't terrible, but we did it. My brother did it. My parents did it. I think uncles and most of my family, I think we have them on there somewhere, but... Yeah, it's not, you know, I don't go and look for it every time we go there. Forget most of the time. I don't even know where it is. I know I have the little pamphlet they give you with the things. but So I won't be sad to see any of those go. 
So I, I don't know what they're going to fill that area with, some sort of planters or... I mean, they have those giant planters there anyway, so... I don't know what kind of decor they would put there. You know, something to bring it up to the 21st century, I would assume, <laughs> since being built in the 80s. Greenery would work. <laughs> they don't have to get to many extremes to make that area look better. No, I don't think so. I mean, you got the, you got Spaceship Earth, which is the focal point. I mean, the one thing I'd like to see is that main that fountain that the name escapes me of what that because that fountain did have a name at one point. When the park first opened and for many years, it had these three tall, they were, I don't know if they were plastic or some sort of glass uh, towers that came out of the middle of that fountain. And then, so they were, they were on three sides and they were clear and they had the Epcot, the old original Epcot logo engraved in there, kind of like the, the rings that all go through each other. And they removed that at some point, I don't remember during which update, and I'm wondering if they will put that back in conjunction with the anniversary, because not only the 35th is coming up, I think most of these projects they want to try to get done for the 40th anniversary, which will also be, I believe it's the same year as Disney World's 50th anniversary. So it I think seems, it's close. I think it's close, yeah. I don't know yeah, if Yeah, I think it says Epcot is in 2022, but right. Walt Disney World is 2021, so okay. they'll probably those together yeah probably yeah and i'm sure the 50th will be a big huge you oh, know, yes. 18 month celebration like they've done in the past which i hope it is i mean because that'll be awesome yeah. and we've heard absolutely zero about that but that's another topic for another time so you know not much going on there it's, it's the entrance plaza it's not you know as magnificent and grandeur as like the magic kingdom is or even animal kingdom to you know the studios one is pretty boring and basic but you know the epcot one is it is what it is you're under the monorail platform you're through the turnstiles and there it is you're in the park so not not much going on there so be interested to see what that is and then you know next on the list was a spaceship earth update which i i don't know what else they can do with this other than fix the descent that's the only really thing i mean the, the rest of the they can do a new show altogether. Right. How I'm, many times can we thank the Phoenician? Well, you know, <laughs> they, we cannot thank the Phoenicians at all. I mean, they can. If they really want to fix it. They can. They can bring back uh, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> if they really want to fix it and get rid of what's her puss. Scar. Oh, I like Judy Dench. Yeah, she's pretentious. She talks. But in, Jeremy Irons. She talks. She talks down to us like we're idiots. I don't like her tone. See, I like the Jeremy. <laughs> but Irons Scar version. is so much better. The Scar version is awesome. Yeah, Scarver's the Jeremy Irons version. Yeah, his narration is <laughs> probably the <laughs> the Scar version. <laughs> Get real, we all know it's the Scar version. That's right. <laughs> and at least there was stuff to look at on the way down. Albeit it yeah. was outdated then, but with all the ridiculous technology they have now, I just I don't know. The screens Maybe is the they're making new little animatronic peoples as we speak. I get. And the other thing they really should do if they want to make it like a nice anniversary and really shock the crap out of everybody is get all the stuff that because when you used to go up spaceship earth and when you got to that top scene where it where the reveal was of of the planet earth there was mm -hmm. a space station with the with the spaceman hanging there was another uh space thing of some sort before you turned completely around and that stuff is still hanging there. It's just been blacked out. Why it was it was blacked out, I don't know. Because it went along with the theme of Spaceship Earth. 
you know, and the soundtrack of the Jeremy Irons version was, it was so majestic when you got up there. It was like, you know, it got louder. It was just beautiful. And how it comes now, there's like, it's like kind of anticlimactic. So, you know, who knows what they're going to do. I, I don't know that they're going to rewrite the whole thing and, and have a new narrator come in, but they definitely can upgrade the descent. I mean, the Benedict scr- Cumberbatch. <laughs> Heck yes. There we go. As long no as he doesn't use his Doctor Strange American voice. Yes, agreed. As long as it's not Johnny Depp. No. Oh, yes. Don't go there. <laughs> he already has an attraction. That's right. Yeah, he's good. We don't need any more Johnny Depp. It's too much Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. <laughs> like I said, other than fixing the, the descent of, of that attraction, and then the, end, the exit as well, the... Uh, what the hell is it called now? Project Tomorrow. You know, those those exhibits in there. Half are, the stuff doesn't work. Yeah, and they're old. Yeah, the last two times we were there, they didn't work. Yeah, they're old. That stuff is, is way outdated technology. I mean, the, they really got to keep up with stuff in in that park with the technology stuff. It can't, can't be every 15 years because it's so outdated that it's just ridiculous. And by the time they replace it, that stuff's outdated as well. I mean... I guess it's hard to keep up with all the newest technology, but man, they bring it, you know, within at least five years. <laughs> so, you know, Siemens is remaining the sponsor as far as I know. So um, they should dump, you know, dump some money into that and, and get it. Well, back they supposedly to it. renewed, didn't they? Just recently. As far as I know. Yes. Yeah. So, so then after that, we hit the interventions area, which is 99% closed now anyway. So just level it. I believe that that's the rumor to open up that whole plaza, that whole area would be to remove those buildings altogether, except probably or or remove a lot of them. And a big remodel for mouse gear. There was talks of another multi-level restaurant, probably a quick serve. But Future World could go for a sit down dining experience of some sort. So everything doesn't always have to be over in World Showcase. I mean, that one, the electric umbrella, is hardly enough to service all of Future World. You know, Starbucks is Starbucks. I don't want to go near that place anyway, so I don't buy anything. Yeah, but in. you have you have seasons in the land, and right, but that's and the Garden Grill. Yeah, that's all on. That's just yeah, that's it. Just in the land. Yeah, you have Sunshine Seasons, right? Which is not even open for breakfast anymore. It opens at eleven now. What? Wait, no, no, no. Or, when we were there in June, there were some breakfast options, but only like one or two of the little things is open, and it's not. I don't think they do any it's cook not, to order. No, that's what I mean. It's all yeah, just yeah, gra- yeah. it's grab and go. Yeah, grab and go. No, they well, used to do stinks. that, but that happened a while ago, and it was and it was and they didn't even have the grab and go when it first closed. Like it didn't open till eleven o'clock for lunch. So I think um, they got such backlash that's when they started. Like Adrian, the grab and go stuff. You used to be able to get, they had awesome stuff for breakfast there. They had, yeah. you, know, you can get the bounty platter. You can get like, you know, there was a nice uh, egg sandwich on like ciabatta bread with, with a, either bacon and sausage or sausage and ham. I forget what it was. They had fantastic breakfast options there. Yeah, and that sandwich was huge. The sandwich was, and and it's the same. And they, getting off topic here, of course, but <laughs> they used that same bread and they had for lunch. They used to have it was a turkey sandwich on the ciabatta bread yep. and it was like a slice of pizza because it was like cut in a triangle. And it was huge, yeah, and it was fantastic. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do have those options there, but 
as far as for the front of the park and or the center point of the park and not having anything but one dining option, there used to be two. The Fountain View used on the other side used to be a full service dining back in the day, and then it closed for whatever reason. We used to have the pasta place too. Yes, yeah, that was the Fountain View, or it was under a, well the Electric Umbrella was a different name. That got upgraded to that in '94 when they redid Interventions when it changed from Communicore to Interventions. So the right. pasta place was that, and then on the other side, there was another quick service that I believe was still called Fountain View. No, the uh, Fountain View is where Starbucks was. That's what so it is now, Starbucks yes. Is now. Yeah, that used to be a full yeah. restaurant. The pasta place was in the char- where the character thing is now. Yes. Oh, yeah, where Baymax and yes. that side? Yeah, okay. yeah where and Baymax the and, and Joy. The pizza was awesome. I hated the fact I got rid of that. I remember that. So I, I'm assuming the character spots will stay because those are like the central parts of it. I would assume those two... It's just the wings, I think. ...buildings would stay and the two innovations would probably go away. Right, like the wings that extend out. that all up. Right. And obviously where Mouse Gear is would stay. So, and it would open that whole area up, which would be nice. It'd be nice to have that more flowy and stuff. I just hope it's not, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be an attraction or an exhibit that goes there, but if it's some sort of nice landscaping, some nice seating, they better not touch that fountain, which I don't think they would do. Maybe upgrade the music a little bit, because that music's the, the loop that's been playing there has been playing there forever. I mean, I like all those songs, but, you know, maybe change it or add some instead of take away, add a few other... Tracks along the same line would be cool. So maybe they'll add a video showing fireworks to the fountain. <laughs> uh, wouldn't put it past them. I, I don't. Sorry, I don't feel the need for that. But we're getting out of hand with those friggin' water projections. I know. <laughs> Everything's turning into that. So you know, and then probably one of the biggest things. Well, not because as I go down the list, I have here. I could say this would probably be one of the biggest ones, but it's been the the rumor that's been circling around for a while is Universe of Energy closing, which is all but confirmed pretty much after the anniversary on October 1st. I, cast members were told that it's it's going to shut down not long after that. So I would assume before holiday season that'll be done. Uh, I don't even know that they would open it for the holiday time because I still don't think people would go in it because <laughs> it's not hot if nobody wants to take a break. You know, it's it's just one more piece of the original Epcot that's that's gonna go away, and it's out of all the original stuff, it was never my favorite one. I enjoyed it. I like seeing the dinosaurs. It's pretty cool. So I'll, I'll definitely make sure when I'm down there in September that I you know, go on it one more time, just for the old time's sake. But I I can't I can say I won't miss it when it's gone. So rumors are now shifted from Tron to Guardians of the Galaxy of some sort, and. From images I've seen that were floating out about the same as this, with the aerial view of that side of Epcot, because you got Wonders of Life, which is right next to it, which has been vacant except for what they use it for food and wine and flower and garden. So there's there was the possibility of that that pavilion could be demoed to use that parcel for whatever they're going to do in, in the Universe of Energy area. I had heard and read that the Tron thing is is supposed to be slated for Magic Kingdom. 
So where, I don't know, unless the speedway is finally going to go. I, I don't know where else they can add on to the Magic Kingdom. They can't go any further in Tomorrowland because that's the waterways behind Space Mountain. <laughs> and the monorail and the, uh, the the roundhouse. So, Yeah, the speedway thing I is don't... a little confusing because unless Chevy's going to bring the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on to help sponsor that, I, I mean, they just renewed their the sponsorship for the speedway last year. Right. And it's like a, and it's typically like a five year deal. Right. And it's still, so, and it's still insanely popular. There's, it's oh, always a half hour to hour wait. It's always crowded you know? to go smell gas fumes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> gas fumes don't affect me anymore just because I've been, <laughs> been around it for work yeah. for 25 years. So listen, I, I think it's, it annoys me until I get on it with the kids, and maybe because my kids are at that age, they're twelve and ten. So to sit in the thing and and be you know bounced around down the track and watch them laugh, I, I can't help but enjoy myself on it. But yeah, I'll never ask them. Hey, do you want to go on the speedway? <laughs> if we're walking by, I never volunteer myself right. for it. And I tell them if it's like a half hour or under, fine. We'll wait in line. I'm not waiting an hour for it. There's other things we can do. And I'm not burning a fast pass for it either. So. Yeah. So, you know, last time we were there, we waited. It was like half hour, 35 minutes, and they all had a blast. So I can't ask for much more than that. So it's still popular with kids. So as long as the lines are keep, and like you said with the sponsorship, I don't see them taking it out. They probably should do something to bring the cars up to a standard of some sort. Today's EPA standard? Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Geez, they could even they could even do little four strokes now. I mean, all the small equipment I have at work is all four stroke engines that don't smell. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to use those two stroke stinkers anymore. I mean, I'm sure it's, <laughs> it, it's a huge financial thing, which is probably why they haven't done it. You know, I don't know how the Autopia is in California. I can't imagine that thing's a smog bin. Is oh, it? it didn't smell at all. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I gotta imagine Last they've upgraded that so. Yeah, they've done a couple of times, and now um, Honda is the official sponsor, so it's a lot more like clean energy, and yeah. it's definitely better. Definitely, well, it's going to get a big upgrade too next year, right? Not what the rumor. Crazy was. Californians. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that clean energy. Stuff. California is the reason the EPA and the California Air Regulations Board exists for all the cars, and that we all have to do our emissions. Well, I don't know about the rest mm-hmm. of you, but we have to here in good old Connecticut. Oh, we do too. Yeah, we don't do that crap in Indiana. Good old Connecticut. Yeah, back to Universe of Energy. You know, they did file permits a few months back. Yes. There's a a water canal that runs behind Universe of Energy and behind the Universe of Life, well, whatever it's called. Wonders of Life. The Body Wars building. (laughs) Wonders of Life. (laughs) So they've, they've... submitted a permit to move that out further and add to the backstage area. So that leads you to believe either they're going to add more offstage space or uh, building space. So, or and then some something about expanding the parking lot on that side of the park too. So Right, or whatever new building is going to be massive. I mean, because the Universe of Energy show building is huge. I mean, you think about those cars moving through there and the set pieces... On either oh, side, yeah. but the, I mean that building is gigantic. gigantic. Yeah, it's huge, yeah. huge building. As most of them are, you just don't see all of it because they don't want you to. But if you look at aerial views of any of those things, it's just massive. So, skipping around the list here, I'm not going in order now because it kind of plays into the Wonders of Life building, or at least what I'm going to say about it. 
So I, the Wonders of Life building coming down kind of saddens me because I think it's a great space. And the exhibits that were in there were awesome. Besides the main ticket attractions being Body Wars, Cranium Command... Those were fantastic goals, but all the little stuff that you did, like the little goofy thing about health, and then the little, they had those exercise bikes that were like the virtual reality ones way from back then, where you can like bring up like pictures of the Magic Kingdom or Epcot, and you were like riding around through the park. That was cool. You know, they had the little comedy show with the body parts and things, or you know, your insides or something like that about eating healthy and things of that nature. I don't understand how that can't be brought. People are more into that now than anything else with organics and, and green living and, and healthy cooking and things of that nature. I, that, that to me would be not a no brainer, but they could really play on that. Well, and didn't you have the original inside out movie there? The uh, cranium command or whatever it was called cranium command that show. Yeah, that was, I loved that show. The, the whole, yeah. Well, that was with your emotions. It was, it wasn't all the same ones as Inside Out, but that's what I was getting to because further down the list, you know, looking on the on the the rumor website, there were there was some sort of thing for Inside Out uh, taking over the Imagination Pavilion, which I, I, why I, to me it makes more sense to use the Wonders of Life building. It just it yeah. goes hand in hand with that. It's part of it's your life. It's human nature. They they could do that whole building as, as some sort of an Inside Out themed thing and yeah you, but it's not a stretch to go from imagination to feelings no so, it's it's not from imagine to emotion so i, I can kind of at least see a correlation but right no i get you know, it i i, I think by i training, just bring back the wonders of life yeah <laughs> i loved it love yeah it. it was a great space there was cool stuff in there obviously up bring it up to times i mean that building opened in 89 i believe so as with anything else you got to keep up with it. I just, you know, I don't know. That stuff just just aggravates me when there's stuff that has potential and it's not nothing's done with it for whatever reasons. I get it. There's no corporate sponsors anymore for anything, but I and mean, that's the same ride tech as uh, Star Tours, right? It was the exact same ride, except different sequence, obviously. But it was the exact same right. thing. You sat in the same type of vehicle, put the glasses on, except you were going through the body. You know, you went to a the 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 whoever it was it was a guy or something he got a splinter and the scientist was in there collecting blood samples and watching the white blood cells take care of the wound and then you went you were watching her and then everything goes yes yeah yeah it was cool it was cool oh totally cool cranium command was my favorite though i loved that i love general knowledge i like the whole you know drill sergeant thing yelling at everybody and name calling and you know you had uh Dana Carvey and uh, Charles Grodin and Bobcat Goldwaith as as all the actors for the you know for the different emotions and in, inside the the little the twelve year old boy as he's trying to navigate through the day it was an awesome attraction it really really was I thought I thought it was fantastic I don't know why it wasn't packed every time because I laughed every time but <laughs> what do I know I laugh at the Jungle Cruise every time too so <laughs> I do too okay. I feel bad. I mean, if you get a good skipper, it's great, but I still, I feel bad. The jokes are corny, and I know them all, but I don't know. It just, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows? I don't know, you know? I'd, I'd hate to see Wonders of Life gone and Imagination replaced with with Inside Out characters when when they could do, when they can have both. 
because the imagination can, you know, if they go back to, even if they play on what it is they are now with the five senses, that's different than emotions. So it's, it's, you know, you're still, I don't know. They can bring that back to its former glory, I think, and it would still be popular today. I, you know, I, a lot of these, a lot of these attractions went down because they had physical technology and ride issues with it, and so that was their excuse to, to half-ass them to get them back online was to, you know, cut the attraction in half and throw a bunch of scenes up, and you know, people will still ride it because it's there and there's nothing else to do. So, but anyway. So, one I could care less about because I don't personally go on the attraction is the is Mission Space. So they were talking about an update for that. I don't know if that means a new mission or who knows. You know, bye bye Lieutenant Probably Dan. Probably a new movie. Yeah. I love Lieutenant Dan. I like Lieutenant Dan too. I, do. but... I would think a new mission. I mean, I think we've all done Mars enough. Yes. Let's Pick a different planet. Or be like planet. Star Wars. Or... You can have different. Yeah, how about having multiple? Yeah, how hard could that be? I don't. I mean, all the pre-show stuff is that you're going to Mars, so they'd have to change that too. But yeah, but that's easy. Yeah, that's easy. Shoot, shoot I mean, this is Disney. They can do it. Those simulator things have to be. (laughs) They have to be the easiest things because you don't physically have to change anything. You change the show. You program a new sequence to match the movie that you shot, and you're done. I mean, I you know I'm not a computer programmer. I don't know how long that stuff takes. I, mean, I know it's tedious and matching timing and everything, but honestly, how long could it be? A month? If they had a concept and got everybody together and did what they needed to do and bang it out, it could still be called Mission Space. It's just give yourself a different mission, right? Or do a couple different ones. You know, and the Star Tours thing. Not to get off topic, but that's a load of crap too because that thing came out and they're like, oh, there's 53 different combinations. Every time I go, I get the same friggin' three. Yeah, I've had seven. You know, I, I've not seen anywhere near what they say. It, it, it's it's definitely totally not random. <laughs> I always... And I went all the way to California and got the same three scenes in California <laughs> that I get every time in Florida. Always started off with Vader in the hangar bay trying to chase you, and then it's usually the gunk. Yep. It's usually... I've, I think the only other one I've gotten is the pod racing one, which made me completely sick. So then I didn't even go on the ride for t- two times. And then at the end, I usually always get the either the Gungan one or when they were putting the new stuff oh. in. The underwater one where the creature eats the creature and then another creature eats the creature and he's like latched onto your ship and throws you out <laughs> of the water. It's like the same freaking ones. <laughs> yep. So I don't know where the other 45 are. You gotta get super lucky to get them, I guess. Hopefully, that'll all change with the Star Wars land opening up, because then that that'll be you know that'll be a walk on. <laughs> so let's see, checking off my list here. So we got all that. So let's see, what's next in Epcot? Oh, so the land. To me, not much needs to be done there. I guess they could upgrade the boat ride a little bit, but I hope they don't because. I think it's perfect just the way it is. It's fine. I mean, I miss the cast members. Some of that, the movie screen thing with the faces that pop up and the fields, that's a little dated. Those can be upgraded, yes. A few updates. Yeah. Yeah, I I like the gist of the ride itself, but a few updates. Yeah, I I mean, some of those films are from the 90s. I mean, farming technology. Right. Farming oh, definitely. Has definitely. Come so far in the last thirty years that. Yeah, that I'm surprised I mean, they haven't done more frequently. But yeah, that's an easy fix. Absolutely. 
I mean, my brother-in-law here in Indiana is probably two years from not even having to drive his combine. Right. Oh, that's cool. It's going to drive itself. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that's an easy fix. I think the major one in that pavilion is the uh, the little movie, the Lion King fable movie now, which used to be Symbiosis, which is the most depressing thing to go and watch. But, you know, staying true with edutainment, it is teaching. It was cool, though. I, I mean, I don't mind it. I Like I said, I don't, you know. I don't run to it, but if I need to kill some time waiting for sore and fast pass or just to cool or you off, just want to relax. Yeah, yeah. Go and sit in there for fifteen minutes. Timon and Pumbaa are always funny, so can't go wrong with them. You get carpeting on the walls. You know, eighties all the way, man. <laughs> so definitely the new right? Yeah. So you know, we'll see what happens with that. And then the last pavilion in, in the World Showcase area to mention is, is Nemo. So, and the thing about that was turning it into the, well, the Seas Pavilion. Turning it into... Marine, Marine Life Institute. Yeah, from the new Finding Dory movie, which... That's eh, just a layover. It's just a layover. A lay- yeah. That, I mean, they- that pavilion had had so much again like wonders of life there was so much wonderful stuff in there to see and do and then when they did when they went when united technology stopped sponsoring it and it was you know nothing for a while and then when they changed it over to nemo and did turtle talk from crush and everything else they just they just stopped doing all the little shows and and things there was like that one of the rooms i don't know if it's the room where where the bruce thing is now but they had the whole thing with uh, atlas where it was like the, the live Atlas of the World, where it was kind of like a Circle Vision 360, but not really. It was like maybe half the room was screens. And it was like an animated character that was Atlas, the globe. And it went over stuff about about the water on the Earth and, and the oceans and the seas and things like that. And it was, I don't know, it was interesting. It, you know, it went along with the edutainment theme, which is what Epcot was going for. I, I'm pretty sure that ship has sailed, and because I'm just an old nostalgic about it that I want it to come back but I don't think it's ever going to because I just don't think that's what people nowadays want to want to do when they're in a theme park they theme park they don't want to learn whether they know they're learning or not they just want to be entertained and have a good time and scream and yell and you know get their heart rate up you know that's not what I look for in a theme park but I'm in the minority so what do I know (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that like I mean Disney is escapism, right? So whatever that form that comes in for people is. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. Or any, but they're. I'm just saying. I, you know, thrill rides don't do it for me. So I don't. Knowing that a roller coaster is coming, I, I could care less. It just doesn't. Mm. That's just not my cup of tea. So, not saying right. I won't ride it and enjoy it, but. It, you know, and, and I'm not an Imagineer, so I don't know, you know, if you were to ask me what would you do instead, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I would do what was there 25 years ago because that's what I loved and that's what I liked. That's what I would do. Just, you know, up with now's technology and it would be that much yeah. more awesome. And some of the spaces, like the Manatee Rescue Area, are looking sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, just yeah. Even if they just visually update some of the things. I love the manatees as a native Floridian. I, I love having the manatees there. But right. that particular area is sad and not so interactive. Right. Cast members are often just 
standing there. Yeah. Well, and just the 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 vibe in the building is just like it's slow. Well, because they killed the paint. The paint job was beautiful in that building. It was it was nice oranges and it was like a it was a nice contrast of color from from high up. It was nice lighter colors and then it went down to like a softer blues and blue. And then they just they just well, slammed blue over the whole freaking building. Maybe they get a nice Pixar color scheme in there. Yeah. Some of the Pixar artists. To right. really, I think they they could keep the theme. That's probably the one place in World Showcase where the edutainment will actually be educational. Yes, I because, agree. Because, you know, anything aquatic with the right. ocean life, it just inherently lends itself to both entertainment and education. Right. So I think a nice color scheme, revamp a few of the areas to make them a little more exciting. Yep. Yes. Like to keep the manatees. I love the manatees because those are rescue manatees. Those aren't just right. Yeah. Res- res- manatees in residence. Those are actually rehabbing. the rehabbing those manatees. So I-, I love that mission part of it as well. So keep on keeping on with the aquarium aspect of it. But yeah, a facelift can't hurt. No, definitely not. I mean, hell, that ceiling because it's like a domed ceiling, man. If they did, right. if they did like a uh... some natural light natural light or like a planetarium thing just have like stars like you know led planetarium led you can't see stars in orlando anymore yeah (laughs) maybe that's over in the guardians of the galaxy area hey that's fine (laughs) listen that's the only thing that's the only ip i am 100 percent on board with them putting anywhere you stick guardians anywhere i'm there oh yeah (laughs) me too i'm all in on guardians everything (laughs) a life-size group Yes. Listen, every time I see that from Disneyland, I get so jealous. I know, right? Yeah. I wanted to hate it so much, and I just no, don't. You don't. I know. I wanted to dislike it. I really did. I tried. Have you seen the video of full-size Groot dancing with baby Groot? Yes. <gasps> yes. That was so cute. No, <laughs> I haven't cuteness. seen that. Too much hey. Grootness. Yes. Oh, it was so cute. Funny stuff. Yes, funny, funny stuff. The... <laughs> Speaking of Guardians, I got, my T-shirt came the other day that I got. My Yondu, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, T-shirt. <gasps> Yay! And I and I wore it when we went to go see Cars 3 on Friday night. <laughs> and there was only like six people in the theater, and I know nobody knew what the hell it was, but I don't care. I wore it. I was repre- Probably. I was representing. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. So, anyway... <laughs> So yeah, Seas Pavilion, tons of potential. You know, just spruce up a couple of the areas, like Melanie said, brighten up the building a little bit, and you know, it, it's a good area. Bring, that's actually one of the places in you, do you future remember? world that's actually good. Yeah, and you can get lost in there for an hour or two, just even you know, like in right? the air conditioning. It's yeah, yes. But I mean, it is <laughs> nice to just watch the stuff and watch the look for the different sea life and things of that nature, but. You know, why not add a show element to it somewhere? You know, remember, Melanie, right. remember when they used to, uh, they used to have the guy come out of the dive chamber, like, every hour. Mm-hmm. And he'd do the whole show, like, how they decompress and how they take the right. scuba gear on and off. And he'd go and he'd disappear. And you, so that was, you know, that was cool. Now, if they, maybe if they even do it once a day, I think. If they even do it at all, I don't know. I haven't seen it last bunch of times I've been in there, but... We were there last year, and I remember seeing it a couple times. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they so still do I know it more regularly. A couple days of the week, they do it a couple times a day. So. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> so that's that's about it for 
future world stuff that was on this on these on this list. So you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what gets announced more definite at the D23 event, and I'm sure other stuff will trickle in between now and then as everything starts circling around the old social media circuits. So now on to World Showcase. The thing that's been discussed for years and years and years is what new pavilion, what new country can come in, and, and where would it go, or what you, would you replace, and what would you switch out, and so on and so forth. So... I, I don't know, you know, things on the list that were in this were either Puerto Rico, Brazil, or Spain. Uh, and it seemed that Spain was more in the lead because... I don't remember what it said. A movie called Gigantic? <laughs> yes, that's it. Because of that, which... I've never heard of. I heard about it. I don't know what the premise is, but it, it got pushed back to 2020. So I guess for whatever reason. I, I don't even remember the premise of it, but I do remember reading something about it. We might have discussed it on here a bunch of episodes ago about upcoming films or what was in the works. But I do remember hearing the name. I, mean, I feel yeah. like if they're going to add a new country, I'd rather it be South American. It's not represented anywhere, is it? No. South America? No. No, because Mexico is Central America, so... yeah. No, it's not. There's no South American countries, you know, but Brazil being the obvious because it's the biggest, but yeah. even if they did Argentina or Chile, you know, those yeah. are also big South American countries either, you know. Hey, then the tour groups would have a place to go all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the flag. So, so Big restaurant, big Brazil. It would move the crowds. I mean, just from a crowd perspective. I mean, the Brazilians do love Disney. There's they nothing do. wrong with that. No, there's not. Exactly. exactly. I think I think something for them like that would actually be a nod to say, hey, we know you're here. Thanks for coming. We know you're here. Thanks for coming. This then, is for you. And give nah. them a great big pavilion with wonderful restaurants, which I would love. Brazilian food is fantastic. Yes, yeah. it is. Tapas yeah. for everybody. So, you know, <laughs> I, I could. I think Brazil's a natural, but I have a feeling they're probably going to go to Spain. Yeah, I, that's what seemed to be in the lead. And Puerto Rico is technically an island, and it's owned by... United States, anyway. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't see the pull in. Don't that get into at the all. geopolitical factors there. <laughs> no. But yeah. no, I'm not. It's just more saying, of a I mean, state no. than a country, yeah. anyway. Right. It's it kind of until it's either it, a real. I can't say it's a real country. That's not exactly right. Or yeah, I don't. I don't know what accurate, its status is. But it, oh. it's a U.S. territory. Right. And the, so it's not exactly a sovereign nation. So that doesn't actually fit in the World Showcase theme vibe. Right. And if it was a state, that obviously would be... Makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, I think the Puerto Rican flag is in the American Adventure Pavilion anyway. I believe it is, yes. So... I believe it was added. So, yeah. and the other thing about Brazil is, since they all stay at the All-Star Sports Resort, because they're all cheerleaders when they're here, or, or for <laughs> band, we can just make they're a... excited! We can make a direct line from the All-Star Sports right to Epcot, just for them. <laughs> Actually, I was at Port Orleans Riverside in what was it, 2012, I think, and there was a tour group there. Oh yeah! Wow. I don't. I know. There were actually. It was a group. I want to say it was probably about 80ish, <laughs> not quite a hundred teenagers. They were lovely kids, but any, as a mom of teens, anytime you get that many teens together, they're not going to be quiet. No. Mm, no. No. I love teenagers, but <laughs> it was a lot of them. 
Yeah. So gigantic <laughs> is a uh, <laughs> So gigantic's another take on the whole Jack and the Beanstalk story. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. As if that hasn't been told enough times. Yeah. Okay. The Mickey version is all we need. I was just gonna say that. That one is the like it's the harp. That one is the and best how they one. Get it, that is the harp. Pee to slice like it's on a deli machine. How a, do they get the pee to do that? It was a nice sharp knife. <laughs> they didn't have food, but they had sharp cutlery. They had sharp cutlery. That's right. Whew. And Donald Duck going insane. Oh, that's hey. classic. I haven't watched that short in a long time. Used to be on Netflix. Yeah, I'm probably. I probably have it. Have somewhere, but. All right, so moving on. So the other one that, as far as replacements, is in the Mexico Pavilion because they've got this movie Coco coming out, which I guess is mm. of, I guess it's based in Mexico or has some sort of Mexican right. heritage behind it. So there something was, about Day of the Dead. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was talks of that replacing the uh, Grand Fiesta tour, which okay. I'm cool with. I like Grand Fiesta only because it reminds me slightly of what used to be there, but El Rio de Tempo was a much better attraction because mm -hmm. the movies that they showed on the screens were a little better and a little more yeah. authentic to Mexico. Like now it's just you're, they're trying to chase Donald and they go to some of the landmarks and make goofy cartoons out of it. The best part was when they added the animatronics at the end, which I would be sad <laughs> to see those go because that is pretty flipping awesome. Um, maybe they can move those somewhere else in the pavilion and still have them kind of talk like they used to have with uh, Melvin and and Buck and uh, and the other one from Country Bears when they used to be out on the other side of the uh, in the mile long bar. So oh, right, that would be cool if they reuse those. I, I I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I, I don't know much about that movie. I don't even know when it comes out, so I don't know what what the deal is with that but you know if it authenticates it a little more and it's still being an IP at the same time then I'm kind of cool with that you know as much as everybody resisted and me being one of them and got all outraged about Maelstrom leaving and Frozen coming it, it fits the theme of the area and the land and they kind of knocked it out of the park so I you know got to trust what, what they're thinking and what they're doing I was thinking about that today when we were talking about discussing all this about the outrage over Frozen Ever After. Oh, man, I was brutal on and, Twitter, I'll admit it. <laughs> well, like, everybody was. It was like, yeah. you know, having not been in the Disney world for that long, the social media world, I was shocked <laughs> at the outrage. But then it's like the second it opened, four-hour wait every day I since. I know. So... It's just, it makes me laugh at the irony there. But oh, I no, just wonder it is, how much, right. I just wonder how much outrage there will be over a Guardians or if it's just because it was frozen and it seemed like it was such a frozen overload at Disney World at the time it was announced, that that's given why the, there was so much outrage. Given the reaction to the Tower of Terror in California, I'm going to say, no, it's not just frozen. True. I think it's just change. Good point. Yeah, no, point. A, a hundred, Jessica hit it on the head right there. It's it's just change in general. And especially when it's... Listen, Maelstrom was a fun ride. It was great. Was it the greatest thing in the world? No. <laughs> but, you know... And maybe because it's, you know, 
immersive energy, there'll be less of a backlash too. But I think that's um, what if if it's something that's anything more thrilling than what that was, I think people will be happy with it. Uh, you know, do I want to see the park full of IPs? No, I do not. But if they make it so it works and it's not like you know over the top screaming everything, you know, movie here, movie here, movie there, everything's a movie based attraction, then that's fine, but they're they're going to do what they need to do to get people through the gates and people saying that this park is fun again. Because I guarantee if people, right. if once anything opens, either uh, Star Wars Land is first, I believe, once that opens, Epcot's back on the bottom of the list. As far as if yeah. you name, ask people to, to name the parks. I bet you Animal Kingdom is everybody's second, because Magic Kingdom is probably always first. I bet you, I bet you now the order is Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and some people will probably flop those two because of Pandora, and then Epcot, and then the studios. Oh, definitely. And I guarantee you, once anything opens at MGM, that, that Epcot's taking number four spot, and MGM could move ahead of Magic Kingdom. Because depending MGM. On, <laughs> because, I'm sorry. You're going and while you think MGM, let's bring back the original spelling of Epcot. I still call With it Epcot. All capital, I still call it Epcot Center. It's With even all capitalization. Yeah. You know, EPCOT. Yep. Bring it back. Even though it's not what, what it stands it for, but that's what it is. It's Epcot Center. It's funny because my phone, when I go to type in Epcot, it automatically has it capitaled and spells it out as Epcot every time. Anytime I'm saying the word, your phone's been trained right. <laughs> Pretty much. Good job. There's other there's other words it knows too. Also, so. Oh dear Lord, uh, RJ. Yes. RJ. Why? You're why are you assuming that you're. <laughs> because I know you. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Say. Because we're friends on Facebook. That's why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Facebook.com anyway. backslash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's Mexico. So I have a question for you all. Like, how do you guys feel about all of these new attractions coming out tied directly to a movie? Does it, like, put a time stamp on it for you? Because to me, it just seems like having more of, like, a genre, mm -hmm. it's easier to change out. And it's not, you know, 10, 15 years from now, your kids, you're not taking your kids and they're like, oh, what is this? I've never even seen this movie. Right. I'm just surprised they're going in, like head first on movies because if they're a bus then they're stuck with an attraction right well that's right I, I think that's where a lot of the frozen backlash came from even though it was an insane hit in the theater right people were worried about the longevity now 20 years from now is it going to be as popular as it was is it does it have that staying power like lion king and beauty and the beast and the little mermaid did and aladdin who knows it took it took 25 years to get an, uh, a full-on Little Mermaid attraction in the Magic Kingdom or any Disney right. park, and I feel that still has the staying power. That still has gets long waits, and you know, I yeah, I I think Frozen is on par with Little Mermaid as far as longevity. I think Tangled, so too. Personally, Tangled is a better movie. Yes, a hundred percent. I think agree. the songs are better. I think the story yes. itself is better. I just think that because that was the first movie from this new generation of Disney storytellers, right. That it didn't quite get the traction that Frozen ended up getting. I I 100% agree. Maybe it was with Adele Dazeem. I don't know, but <laughs> I think that Tangled is a 
and you know the ripple story obviously has longevity so i think tangled will last i think so too and i wish if they do something tangled i wish what they did in magic kingdom was more than a bathroom yes i do too <laughs> i was so excited I'm like oh, the tower what are they gonna do there yeah, is there gonna me be too. a meet and greet or is there gonna be something cool they totally it's bathroom they could have done a, <laughs> they could have done a tangled dark ride and just and kicked ass with it they really could have. So maybe they'll do some sort of, you know, Tangled or Rapunzel experience. I would love for, you know, some nods to the actual story of Rapunzel to be, you know, put into Germany. That way it's not just, right. you know, a, there's a transition between authentic German storytelling to Disney yes. storytelling and show the connection. I think that there's room for a property like Tangled. Now, the Day of the Dead movie with Pixar, that's a little iffier because the new generation the pixar movies have not been as well received no not at all so you know it's it that one's a gamble but if it's just a slight you know makeover of the ride that's already there that's outdated then i don't see that much of a risk right because i don't remember completely i don't think they changed much of the physical sets when it went from uh El, El Rio de Tiempo to Grand Fiesta. To a, lot the, of, a lot of the screens right. changed, and obviously, before before it's they put the an, yeah before the animatronic characters were there at the end, there was a movie uh-huh. screen that played the same thing you're watching. So that was an easy transition. So uh-huh. for for that for what you're saying, like if that Coco movie ends up being crappy, then I think if they had any faith in it, they, they would have held it for a summer release. Right. Because it used to be where all the big box office Pixar movies would be released in the summers. Yep. If it's like a mid-season replacement in November or February, it means that Pixar likes it, but it probably could go straight to DVD. Right. Uh, so it's just crazy that they would do an attraction based on a movie that they're not really sure about. Or even like the movie Giant coming out, they're going to do you know an additional country at Epcot based around that. So I'm just... It, I, I guess I'm just more shocked that they're willing to invest so heavily in some of these movies. Just like Avatar. They did an entire right. land around it. And it, what's the longevity, right? And I guess I'm just right. more shocked that they're heading in that direction. I think it's awesome because I think fans want full immersion, just like Harry Potter. But I just, mm-hmm. I'm more shocked at what, what they're selecting to do it. I feel like they should reach into those classic films like Tangled, like, you know, Little Mermaid, Frozen, those are going to be classic movies. I feel like they should really go after the more classic films versus going, like, a film that they have no idea how it's going to perform. And maybe international box office is different than what they're expecting here. And if they're thinking that Spain is going to be a big European draw, I I really don't know. Um, Right. I'd be interested to see what they're going to do in China because weren't the rumors that they're just really going to revamp that 360? Uh, they're, what, they're not really going to do much else. What's they that? got the in, panda movie. In China? In China. They yeah, did the, the panda movie. Upgrade. I mean, that's easy. They can just throw some kind of Mulan thing in there, I guess. You know, the, the, the 360 movie in China makes me laugh because... When I, I haven't seen it in years. When you go and see it, it's it, you're just going to remember what it was because the guy that they have is the host. Mm-hmm. He, he is like your stereotypical Chinese guy, I guess. Like he's got the long handlebar mustache, the goofy. He's oh got, no! He's got like a bad. It's like he's making fun of a Chinese accent himself. And he. Rem, That's awful. He reminds me of. 
Oh, God, I can't think. He reminds me of... There was a show that was on Disney XD or something called... Uh, my kids watched it. It was called Kicking It. And Jake... It was, Oh, was it, I thought it was Jake and the Dragon Hunter. Something like that. that. Well, I think that was the name of the karate school or whatever. But the name of the guy who owned the school was... Bo oh, was that was a live action one. I know what you're yeah. talking about. But the name of the... Came on after Hannah Montana. Yes, yeah, because it was the kid who played the brother. That was the show he did after Hannah Montana. And there were some other kids from other shows that all migrated into that one. But the name of the school was like Bobby Wasabi or something ridiculous like that. And when the guy who the, oh. who the school was named for actually would show up, it looked exactly like the dude from the movie in, in Epcot. Oh, dear. So it made me freaking laugh. I was like, it's like they're making fun of their own culture here. That's Because <laughs> it's so hokey. But the cinematography oh is beautiful. Okay. Just like the France one is. You know, and the and the France one is really outdated as well also, but it's beautiful and the music is nice, so it's still nice to go and sit down in that theater and watch. So it has a beat and you can dance to it. Right. <laughs> With air conditioning. Right. So, who knows? Yeah, Mulan in China, you know, same thing, you know, some sort of Ratatouille thing in France, you know, Germany, we mentioned Tangled, there was always rumors that there was supposed to be a Rhine River cruise of some sort put back there, you know, we don't need any more Snow White stuff, you got plenty of that in the Magic Kingdom now, you know, UK with the great movie ride possibly closing, maybe they could have some sort of Mary Poppins full-on thing there I, I don't really know what they could do with that i mean they have a meet and greet i think that's probably all they need i don't need to know that you need a mary poppins attraction of any sort goodness but, what would it be flying umbrellas that's what i mean i don't know what the heck would you do unless they did the whole the only way to be great is if they did the whole i love to laugh scene and everybody floats to the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> Or the chimneys, uh, or the step in time. Oh, you draw, go into the, no, 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 go into the chalk drawing. Oh, yes, 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 there you go, the yes, animated. there we go. We can go on a fox hunt. <laughs> yes, in the Jolly Holiday. That's Come right, on. you can dance, dance with a penguin. Oh, see, oh, look, we're yeah. fixing Epcot. See? We're fixing Epcot. We are, <laughs> one, one rundown pavilion at a time. One beer at a time, oh. Um... <laughs> That too. Moving on. And then, of course, Japan, uh, some sort of Big Hero 6 themed thing, some sort of Baymax type attraction or area, or I don't know what the hell they could do there because it really wasn't Japan. It was a hybrid of Tokyo and San Francisco that that city was. Well, there's so, nothing Disney in Japan right now. Nothing. That restaurant isn't. Disney, the no. shop itself is a Japanese. It's a department, department store, store from Japan, right? It's a department store, yeah, exactly. So, and there's no Disney merchandise at all in no. there. And you Maybe think the Disney can't be super happy about that in this day and age. Probably not, and but it's it the must same be in China. Something. The China right. the store in China has absolutely no Disney merchandise. No. But considering that the Disney stores in Japan has awesome oh man stuff that fantastic here and the fact that our japan pavilion does not have a japanese disney store is just sad sad because that is there, there's nothing that's going to make me say shut up and take my money more than a japanese disney store in the japan pavilion when i see people putting stuff on social media of the things they have in the parks there and that is available <gasps> it's ridiculous it's it is, really really cool stuff great great <laughs> i'd be stuff. If, 
if I ever get out there, I'm gonna have to bring in extra two suitcases for souvenirs. Easily. <laughs> the hell with clothes. I would pay. I would pay the baggage fee for that. No doubt. Because it, it's just amazing. So the fact that the Japanese pavilion, which is a no-brainer, and Disney wants our money. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there's yeah. no Japanese Disney stuff in there. France either. Right. There's not. Or so, I mean, it, I think that was the intention yeah, there is of. In any of yeah, I mean, there's there are some, some. I think. Yeah, there's some in Germany. Not much. Not much. It's very subtle in all of them, which is probably mm-hmm. the intention. But I gotta imagine the. the... I don't mind subtle, but right. None. In Morocco, there's none in Morocco. Well, Morocco, because that's still is that still fully funded by the Moroccan royalty. Pretty much. That was the only sure. one that still is. I got to imagine the, the Asian ones, Japan and uh, China, their governments are pretty strict. So maybe the, maybe they had had some deal where they didn't want it littered with Mickey Mouse's and Donald Duck's to buy everywhere. You know, the thing that got all the people in the park in the first place? Right. Well, that's, you know, that was the thing when Epcot opened. You know, where's Mickey Mouse? <laughs> you know? Right. So, they, you know, they fixed that in a hurry and we got... Space rainbow suit Mickey Donald and Minnie. <laughs> that was astronaut rainbow bright Mickey to you. Hey, listen, I have pictures with all of them, so I can't say anything. <laughs> Put them on Facebook. I have to find them. I definitely Please. have pictures with with them. Oh, you have to post. I'm them. pretty sure. Because we were there in '84, so. <laughs> oh man. So I, I mean that that's the long and the short. Oh, and the, uh, the one that's gonna hurt me the most is is illuminations that would obviously be on the chopping block uh, i believe siemens still <laughs> sponsors that as well so they do i you know i've heard i heard somebody talking about it today on a podcast i was listening to that they wished uh, illuminations went before wishes and i wanted to throw something at the radio <laughs> you know and and again i know um, i'm in the deep, i agree with them but that's okay i'm in the deep mayor minority with Illuminations being my favorite uh, nighttime show. And I get it. I understand why. And and I can't I'm I'm never gonna argue with anybody about it because everybody likes what they like. I, I just I just right. happened I just happened to I liked the first version of Illuminations a lot and that had a lot more going on. Each country had a little song, it lit up more, there was more right. lasers, there was a ton more to look at. Yeah, the 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 scene in the middle with the fire and the fountains is not Mm-hmm. It's not the greatest thing, and I get it why people think it's boring. But God damn it, the what happens afterwards and the whole buildup and the whole end scene—you mm-hmm. can't tell me that wishes is better than that. Granted, it's only about five minutes of the show, but I it's and and the song at the end when they put the holiday tag on the end uh, to me nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. Wishes doesn't get me emotionally anymore. Illuminations gets me every time. Gets me. I get choked up every single time I see that show. Wishes just doesn't do that to me. Well, it can't anymore, but it didn't It didn't anymore. And that one used to give me the feels as well, but it just didn't do it anymore for me. Oh, I'm with you. Illuminations is my favorite. So, but I get it, you know. Yeah. I get it. It needs... And, and I'm fine. Whatever they do is, is fine. Now, I have not seen Happily Ever After yet. I've heard it's fantastic and it's stupendous, <laughs> that it's lacking a lot of fireworks. And that's what I'm sad about. I want to see fireworks. I don't want to see screens. The projections are fun and they're great, but I don't want it to be the whole damn show. I don't want it to be the whole show. So. But. it's ex- Well, I think it comes down to money because oh, absolutely. fireworks are expensive. But sure you know, as a kid who grew up at Disney World, you know, nighttime shows to me are a great time 
to get on attractions with shorter waits. So right. I'm not emotionally attached to any of the nighttime shows. So they could all go and I would be <laughs> sad only in that there would be longer lines. That's right. At the big rides. So. Well, I don't think any of them are going but I, away. Know, I, but... waited, I did see Illuminations in December and was kind of underwhelmed because you have to stake out your seat like an hour early or you get a horrid view and... Right. I, I just don't have the patience for that. I wish there was something that they could do about the hour-long stakeout. Right. But they yeah, obviously no, get, yeah. can't. But yeah, yeah. No, and I, 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 I if I'm gonna wait for an hour for something, it it needs to impress me. And I think maybe I've just seen the illuminations too many times. Yeah, no, I get I've it. I've been desensitized. I've desensitized to the buildup. In fact, with what I, the only nighttime show that has given me goosebumps in the last ten years was the drone show at Disney Springs at Christmas. Those drones. Oh, I didn't see that, but I heard it was awesome. And then they took the drones to the Super Bowl. So they were the same drones that were in the Super Bowl halftime show. But yeah, that that drone show at Disney Springs where they just had the choreograph. I think that was the last nighttime show to give me chills in ages. Nice. Yeah. It's one of those things when you grow up a Disney kid where you're just like, ooh, yay, fireworks. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. No, I get <laughs> it. Fact, Believe me. My kids hardly ever, we hardly ever go to the 4th of July fireworks in our hometown anymore. Oh, I'm I like, don't either. Really? Fireworks? We can I don't, go to Disney I don't bother. <laughs> there's no there's no music to it unless you try to find that on an right? AM station. And I can sit home and drink beer instead of have to drag all my shit to the beach and fight parking on the way out. I don't know. Sorry. There's people hey, sitting that, next to you that you don't thing. know. That's kind of my thing. I used to shoot them professionally. I did it for 30 years. Oh, fun. I don't do, I don't do it anymore because it's boring. Yeah, shooting them. Yeah, you're just, I mean. And, and I hate risking getting blown up. It's all computer controlled <laughs> that, now anyway. Yeah, <sighs> some are. But yeah, I, I think Illuminations, it, at the very least, needs an update. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll something something needs to change. And if they're going to change so much about Epcot, if any of this comes to fruition, then I think giving it a, a good nighttime show overhaul is in order as well. I would agree. I would agree. And, and I have a feeling that just like we say about everything that we initially are resistant to, but then it comes out and we love it. I, I think a new nighttime show at Epcot would be worthy of all the changes that they would do. I would think so. As long as it's not Rivers unless of Light. Unless it's not Star-Lord, <laughs> you know. Unless it's, I have a yeah. feeling that it's not going to be all Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I don't. I had heard somebody mention something that, that <gasps> it would be. No, not Star-Lord. It Star could be Lord. like a Ravenger funeral. Oh, then, see, now you're talking. <laughs> see, now we're talking. Now I'll be okay with that. It be like a that. Ravenger funeral. And I will weep there we every go. time. You're welcome, Imagineers. I'm <laughs> yeah. not even going to charge you for that idea. That's right. <laughs> And you can hand and you can hand out tissues because I will cry every time. <laughs> because at the very end it'll go, uh, Mary Poppins, that's y'all. right. And then have a and then we're all blubbering. And then that'll be the final firework that shoots up, and it'll be like a, uh, it'll be like an umbrella with like a with like a blue with a blue, uh, dude. with a blue dude like coming down. There you go. Oh, now that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> and we've lost Melanie. <laughs> we have. We have. She's gone off the rails as usual. <laughs> we expect nothing less. No. Keeping you entertained, no. folks. Keeping you entertained. Yes. One Marvel movie at a time. That's right. 
So, yeah. As long as it is not a IP-filled show along the lines of, like, Fantasmic. That I don't want. Because that doesn't fit Epcot, and we... Honestly, we don't need that. You have that at Magic Kingdom. You have it at Studios. You have whatever that mess is at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> the Rivers of Light oh. show. Um, is it still as creepy as it used to be? What's that? Rivers of Light? Yeah, I heard that there were some creepy aspects, like the cast members coming a little too close to you. And... I, I don't... Or well, did they change that... Nothing comes up in the... I didn't find it creepy. Yeah, nothing comes up in the aisles. It just was... Nothing. Okay. They did in the Jungle Book Alive with Magic. Oh, uh, okay. That uh, was maybe the that's one. What that, through. that was the one. Yeah, that did came through. In then the, that's what there. I'm thinking of. Okay. No, Rivers of Light was just like nothing. I mean, it was kind of pretty to look at, but... It uh, was pretty for one time. That's it. I, I completely agree. I will never. I will not do it again. I won't waste a fast pass. I won't waste time. And I know we talked about this on another episode, but... Yeah, I mean, for all the time they spent on that thing and all the delays and all the nonsense, man, that, really, that thing did not wow me Mm-mm. at all, not in the least. And I keep hearing so much stuff about, I listened to somebody else who had just uh, went to, came back from going to Pandora on a podcast today, and uh, I just, I can't wait to get my ass there and check it all out. The The stuff I keep hearing about it and how people's minds are blown by that attraction. I know Adrian, you told us all about it, about flights of passage, but I just, everybody, everybody has the same reaction. They're just blown out of the water by it. And I think that's what kind of sold it, you know, a decade ago, even though Avatar had become kind of an obscure movie already was that that it lent itself to being a theme park experience so easily and organically and naturally that, Everybody was like, yeah. Yep. I just well, kind of wish it was more than the two attractions. I mean, there may be I, I, something. I they may be planning on a third. Who knows? I, I just. Yeah, I, I just I want to see where it goes. And I and I think the funny thing was, and this this fellow I was listening to happened to, it brought it up, too. He's like, I don't give two craps about the movie, he said. And the way that and I Adrian said it and he almost echoed her words that when you walk into that land, it's like you're not even in the animal kingdom anymore. It's you. They've totally immersed you in a whole this whole different world, he said. And you could know nothing about it because he went. It was him, his wife, and his son. He said, and the two of them have never seen the movie before, and they could have cared less because you didn't need to see the movie. And I think we talked about this, Adrian, when you were telling us mm-hmm. about your thing. How I'm glad they made it so you didn't have to see because it's not a property that's owned by Disney. They just have the rights to use it in their parks, so it behooves them to make it their own experience. And I know I'm repeating myself on this, but I, I'm glad they went that route. And I can't wait to go and experience that and be immersed in a world that, yes, it's it's loosely, or not loosely, but I mean, it's based on, on a movie. But you don't need to know the movie and everything about it to enjoy the experience. And that yeah, it's, is, is what I, I love know, about it. Like you said, I know we were kind of rehashing old stuff, but... It's almost the opposite of the immersion in Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter was meant for the fans. So there's all these little Easter eggs everywhere, but you don't feel like you're missing out on any of that stuff in Pandora. It's, it's like the, like I said, it's like the complete opposite feeling and the same thing all at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, people are going to go into Pandora, not having seen Avatar, maybe since it was in the movie theater. Right. Yeah. So they're going to have just as good of a time as somebody who saw it last week. 
They're and and the guy I was listening to, he was uh, he was saying they're pushing. Not that they're pushing. He said, but the movie was on constant rotation, like in the resort on the on the channels. <laughs> <laughs> the Avatar movie. So they they're trying. To, I guess they want people to see it, but probably to push. Maybe I'm glad I stayed offside last time. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, for what that's worth. So I don't know. I mean, that's 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 all that came out of this this. The rumor thing, and like I said, it, it's out there on a couple of different sites. It's it's easy to find if you want to read through all the. You know, we hit we hit on pretty much everything that that they talked about. There wasn't anything in great detail in any of these on any of these topics. They just kind of ran through and you know gave a synopsis of what was rumored and what was maybe meant to be or thought to become of them. So, like, we'll see what happens when. D23 rolls around in a couple of weeks, a month, and I'm sure we'll react again to that because then it'll be stuff that's actually going to happen, and then that's when everybody can start getting all fired up and crazy about stuff. <laughs> and you never know, there might be a big press release when right around the uh, anniversary, October 1st. Too. Well, I, I'd have to assume that they're going to announce something or there will be something, if not at the event in the park, but yeah, some sort of press release about what's going to be coming with the the future of Epcot so you know diehard fans and old school people like me are, are going to be waiting in in suspense and hoping that they're not just going to turn it into you know IP property all over the place and hope that there's going to be some new good original attractions that are put in there or shows or anything of the sort but you know bring back off kilter we'll be yeah for the love of Pete yeah some anything, anything. Find another rock band that was close to them. <laughs> Find the off kilter cover band and get them to come in. <laughs> cover band for the cover band. I like it. Works for me. <laughs> okay, so I, I don't know. You guys got anything? Any closing statements on any of that stuff? Any anything that excites you or? I don't have anything on that, but a, a follow-up to our talk last week about the uh, dining plan. They did announce the uh, 2018 pricing for the dining plan, and yeah, it's crazy. Quick service dining plan went from 48.19 to 52.49. Well, that was because they added the booze. Well, yeah. Well, let me get to that in a second. The standard <laughs> plan went from 69.35 to 75.49. And the deluxe dining plan went from 106 to 116. Wow. The only thing that really bothers me about this is, you know, the child portion didn't go up, but it's only from ages 3 to 9. So that means if you're 10 to 21 and paying for an adult dining plan, you're paying to get alcohol that you can't drink. <laughs> Pretty much. So I, I don't know. Thank you, 10 to 20-year-olds, for yeah. subsidizing my yeah. alcohol problem. That's right. <laughs> exactly oh, what I was that's what it's turned into. Yeah, so I guess, and, and I, I read a little bit of it, and I heard, I guess the alcohol part is going to get one credit, but and it's good for beer and wine and mixed drinks, but only... But not mixed drinks that are like specialty drinks, so like the ones with. Oh no, it is. It's included. Yeah, yeah. So you get a single-serving alcoholic beverage, which includes beer or cider, wine or sangria, mixed drinks, and specialty cocktails. 
But even like those super fancy cocktails with like glow cubes and things of that nature. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Those are going to be included. I mean, maybe you can use it towards it and then pay off the difference. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, they charge you for the glow cube, probably. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. So I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't use a dining plan, so it's of no. Yeah, we haven't used it in a couple years. Bearing on me. Using it for our trip in October, but now I think we're all reconsidering that. One of those things that it's not for everybody. It works for some people and their family and their eating style, and for others it doesn't. You know, it's it's there for it's just there as another option. That's all. You know, kind of kind of like the uh, mobile ordering thing. You know, now this this podcast I was listening to, which was Mousellaneous, give them a little shout out. They were the fellow on there that was telling about the Pandora had the same sentiments as Adrian about it, and who's also saying about the mobile ordering. He was at. He wasn't at Satoshi Flame Tree, I guess it started at. So he said that while he was there and he waited in the regular line, he didn't do the mobile ordering. There was not one person using it waiting, pick up anything, and the place was packed. So, you know, I don't know if it's because it's still because it's new. I know, Adrian, you said you used it and it worked fine. So uh-huh. I haven't heard people saying it doesn't work. I guess people are either just using it or they're not. So I don't know. I'd be interested to try it one time just to see what it's all about. I, I, I don't know if it's something that I would use when I'm down there with my whole family. I, I really don't know. I guess it would depend on the situation and what's going on. But it's cool to have options. Options are nice. If everybody's waiting for the mobile ordering, then maybe it keeps the lines short at the uh, just the regular line. <laughs> one would think. All right. If you're going to be in the Indianapolis area on August 26th, uh, we're having our 10th anniversary indie Disney meet. Um, and it's going to be a blast. We've doubled the space this year. Uh, it's held at the fairgrounds right here in Hamilton County in Noblesville, Indiana, which is on the northeast side of Indy. And we got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of people coming this year. Uh, Yeehaw Bob, which I don't know how many of you are familiar with him, but he does performances at Port Orleans Resort at the River Roost Lounge. We've got Herbie the Love Bug coming. Uh... Of course, you know, our, our favorite people, the, the princesses from Frozen, uh, the uh, 501st Legion, which is a fan group that does Empire and Rebel costuming uh, from Star Wars will actually be here. And there's some of that in the video that I posted. Uh, yeah, they are. So it's a carry-in. Uh, everybody brings food and and. Holy cow, we end up with a ton of it. Uh, everything from savory to sweet. Uh, they usually have a machine set up uh, doing Dole Whips. Uh, and uh, we have drawings and things like that. But all the money that we raise goes to uh, Give Kids the World, which is the the little community in Florida where basically Make-A-Wish takes their kids for uh, kids that are, you know, have come down with cancer and it's their make a wish to go to Disney World. So, so all the money we raise for that goes towards that. We're also going to be doing a group podcast from there. There'll be several of us there. I know uh, Mike Relman from Be Our Guest podcast is going to be there. He started coming last year. So, it'll be a really good time. So, if you're in the area, and I'll, I'll be talking about it the next uh, few podcasts up probably even till that weekend. So they have a kid's room with kids' activities, and they always have character meet and greets in there, face painting, 
they'll have a DJ. At some point, they show a couple movies for the kids, and uh, it's a good time. So come on out. I think it's a good time to wrap this episode up. So as always, you can head on over to thedizexplorers.com, and you can find links to all our social media accounts on Facebook. Join our group, and we are on Twitter, Diz Explorers. We are on Instagram as well. And then also there is links for all our individual troopers, personal social media accounts on all, all the various platforms. We're all on there in some form or another. So give us a follow. Uh, we will follow back and, and answer questions you have or you know, talk about what the uh, latest episodes and things of that nature. As for the podcast and downloading it, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Play, Podbean, and also on YouTube. We thank you for listening, and we'll talk to everybody next time. Yeah.